Hey, welcome to our very special edition of the Rimcast. It's our annual Oscars preview. I'm your host. Yeah. Rim. Don't clap. That's going to mess up the whole... Yeah. Gonna, well, <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, off to a hot start. <laughs> I'm, your, I'm your host, Rim. With me, as always, movie guy, Alex Bradford. Movie guy. I'm with a, I'm a lot of things, but I take a lot of pride in being a movie guy. An Oscar movie solely. Um, I don't want to accuse you of anything, and I don't want you to incriminate yourself on air, but when was the last time you actually saw a movie in the theater? In the theater? Yeah. Like, how frequently do you see a movie in the theater? Twice a year. Twice a year, but you see probably how many movies a year? 40? 50? 40, 50 new 50. movies? Okay, yeah, 50 brand new. new. I, only, okay. I only watch them when they're new. Still in the theater. Connect the dots, folks. <laughs> Connect the dots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, listen. It is it is nine a.m. The Oscars are in ten hours, so there's about a ninety eight percent chance that if you're listening, the Oscars are long over. But <laughs> but we still wanted we still wanted our takes on the record prior to the show, so that you people know our opinions are not swayed by the results. A B. Let's get going. Have you, first question, have you seen all nine Best Picture nominees? Yes, I have. All nine. And Nolan, have you seen any of the Best Picture nominees? No, I have not. All right. All right. Thanks for getting up this early guy. today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for coming. Uh, I have seen all nine. Six within a 26-hour period. Okay. <laughs> thanks to some creative theater hopping. And some being available online. I, I just want to put for the record, though, that was not my ideal way to go about this. I'm a huge theater guy. I'm all about the theater experience. Part of this show, this episode, will be to encourage people to go see movies in the theater. No, well, okay? not for me. For me, it is. And it's the Rimcast, and that's the way it's going to be. Listen, hit me up on the DMs. Hit me up in my DMs, <laughs> and I'll get you a website that you can watch all these movies on, period. You don't need to spend the money. Don't pay the artist. Get your pop up blocker, the top pop up blocker you can afford. Take <laughs> you you're gonna go that route. Blocker. You need it. You need it. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, with other people in a dark room, good sound quality, good video quality. Shout out to AB's website for not having that. And <laughs> plus, no distractions. I don't check my cell phone for like two hours. I mean, in what other scenario do you point. not check your cell phone? Great point. I don't go two hours without looking at my cell phone while I'm sleeping, so that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty. And at the ch at the cheap seats that I go to on occasion, if they catch you checking your cell phone during a movie, they actually hang you in the lobby and leave you there. <laughs> they take it very seriously. Listen, I'm not against movies, Rim. I'm not against movies. There, it, it's just too expensive. If you go to a movie with, uh, you know, if you go with your wife or something, it's a fifty dollar night. Because you're gonna, you gotta get popcorn. That means you gotta get pop. You're gonna have to get candy. Usually, I like to bring a Ponchero's burrito. I think we've already discussed that, but I like to bring a Ponchero's <laughs> burrito in with me. That's another eight bucks right there. You're talking about fifty dollars. I get it. I get it. You named a bunch of things that you don't have to get. I'm just gonna say that, like <laughs> a bunch of like things you don't need. But if you're gonna do that, I, then I understand why you don't do it. I can't watch a movie without a gigantic burrito in my hands. All right, so here's how this is going to work. We're going to talk about each of the nine Best Picture nominees, 
Then we're going to give our personal power rankings, our overall power rankings. AB has a really convoluted set of like Phil Steele style power rankings for different categories and a scoring system, which I did not do. No disrespect, AB, but it was a time issue. I would have done it, but I didn't do it. Then we're going to talk best actor predictions and our favorites, best actress, even though AB, only one of the best actress nominees was in a best picture nominee. So there, I can't speak much to the best actress category. I don't know about you. I will, though. You I will. bet you will. <laughs> I bet you will. And then our best picture predictions. Just to be clear, I would like to discuss this without spoiling big parts of the movie, but we will talk about parts of each movie. So I'm going to put the timestamp on each so you can skip ahead if that works better for you. Um, but here we go. What do you want to start with first, AB? In no particular order. Get your coffee. Ah, it's early. Right? We got all. <laughs> yeah, we got all time. We got all day. <laughs> the clock is ticking. Let's start with Hacksaw Ridge. It's fresh on my fresh on my mind. I just watched it last night. Same here. Same here. Hacksaw Ridge, of course, is the. M- Movie directed by Mel Gibson, famous anti-Semite, and uh, <laughs> probably the most famous, probably the most famous living anti-Semite. Would you say? I mean, you can think of other. There, you think of other big. You know, there's obviously some big names out there in terms of anti-Semitism, but he's number one living. Right? He's the. It's he's it's the wild. He's the living goat. It's wild how time heals all, and people forget about stuff like that. Like people are talking about Mel Gibson, how he's this genius producer and director now. And they forget that he's a real big piece of shit. Yeah, he's a big piece of shit. Shout out to White <laughs> Privilege. Um, all right. Uh, AB, now, I just want to say, I'll give a quick synopsis of this movie. Hacksaw Ridge okay. is about a, con- a conscientious objector, a guy who is a really devout uh, Seventh-day Adventist, actually, and yeah. refuses to, not only refuses to kill another man, but refuses to even touch a weapon. Now kind of weird that he enlists in the army obviously there's some trials and tribulations he gets some blowback from the army people to try to squeeze him out but you know he sticks it out stays in and then it comes time for the war and he doesn't kill anybody he saves a bunch of people happy ending all right so i literally spoiled the whole movie so i really hope that you took that (laughs) warning seriously (laughs) told you the whole movie Uh, it's a true story too did you mention that I did. It did not. It's a, it is a true story. Uh, all most of the names I think are real and all that. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's an interesting story that I had never heard before. Ab, yeah. the first time I, I saw a trailer for this when the when the trailers first started coming out, probably early fall last year, maybe the summer. I thought it was a joke. I thought it looked like a a total joke of a movie, just from the trailer alone. What did you expect before going into Hacksaw? I it was the last movie I watched because I had the least interest in it by far. I'm not a war guy. Um, I I don't really like war movies, so I kind of pushed it off. I wasn't expecting good things. I expected to be bored. Um, I just expected the you know the same usual war movie that I don't enjoy. Well, what did you think of it then? I was incredibly entertained by it. Wow. All right, folks, we're going disagree. to disagree on everything. <laughs> we disagree on Hacksaw. I enjoyed this movie. Good story. Different story. Uh, pretty good acting. And not the best out of all these pretty movies. Good. Talk pretty about. good. Pretty good acting, yeah. 
But it, I, I liked the story. I thought it was an interesting concept, and the it was gra- it was graphic. Okay, that's I have a couple. I have a couple qualms. One of them is, I'd say probably the most graphic and violent movie I've ever seen, which I did not expect. Yeah. I don't even think I don't even think they swore in this movie, honestly, which is weird for a war movie, um, because you know they're trying to. This movie appeals to like an older religious group, yeah. right? So I was very surprised by the just the amount of gore. It was, it was like way worse than Private Ryan, way worse than any movie I've ever seen, and like very realistic looking. It came out of nowhere too. Like yeah. you, when you're you're halfway through the movie when they start doing the war scenes, and it's pretty much like a Disney movie up till this point, and then yeah. all of a sudden it turns into a I'd say rated X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Graphic war scenes. I think people actually died in the filming of this movie. They actually <laughs> yeah, did all those honestly. things. That's how real it looked. It's like people getting shot Incredible. in the head and in the eyeball. Mel Gibson knows I, what he's doing out there. Well, I wonder, too, if this was done because the plot of the movie implies that it'll be soft and happy-go-lucky and not that mm-hmm. violent because he's saving lives rather than taking them. So I think maybe they overdid the violence as, you know, just overcompensating a little too much. That's how it came off to me. Yeah. I saw a quote from Rolling Stone saying it was the greatest battle scenes of all time. Any movie. Which, I mean, I haven't seen better. (laughs) I get, I mean, I get that. You know, as with computers now, Rem getting put in his old man hat on. With computers now, you can do anything. So those are naturally just going to get better. Like, you can't, any battle scene, as great as it was in 1997, in 2017, it's just going to be better. So I understand that. I mean, I think Game of Thrones are pretty good. Skirt! Thanks for listening to these old episodes of Rim and AB, formerly known as the Rimcast. If you want full access to our archive and weekly episodes of our new show, More Rim and AB, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Rim and AB. Listen, we always warned you people we were going to sell out. We, we always said we were going to sell out. Drop of a hat, Rim. <laughs> we all have, for years, we've been saying we're going to sell out, and we sold out. All episodes behind the paywall. I hope you enjoyed them while they were free. And happy to do it. <laughs> happy to do it. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> and ours is small. Ours, yeah, ours is small. $4 a month. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rim and AB.